If you ask me how would I describe the AI industry in the last uh, probably seven, eight years, I would actually say probably stuck slowly then suddenly. Let me explain why. For years, neural nets didn't seem a good idea, at least like in the 80s and 90s. And when I spoke to Federico Fagin, the father of the microprocessor, he explained when back in the 80s, late 80s and 90s, he was working on several on a startup called Synaptic, which was working on pattern recognition through AI and how men in the field believed that neural nets were not a good idea. And he knew that sooner or later this, uh, those neural nets would become viable. The interesting thing is uh, the really the change in paradigm came in 2017 with a paper called Attention is all you need. Until the moment, we can say that AI, at least from a practical standpoint, were more or less stuck. Uh, and of course, we had many other things happening in the early 2010s that, uh, you know, um, made uh, uh, the, the, the uh, AI and neural nets, again, quite, quite interesting. And those really opened up also to the research, research on various labs like Deep, uh, DeepMind that would eventually be acquired by Google in 2014 for over $500 million. And then uh, by OpenAI, which would be created in 2016, also as a countermeasure most probably of uh, the acquisition of Google for DeepMind, but also for an interest in developing sort of um, uh, an AI uh, lab that would be looking at the cutting edge of, uh, of neural nets. Again, the real change came in 2017, where really thang, uh, things uh, went from being stuck to become to slowly um, get uh, momentum through the release of uh, the first prototypes of language models they used, the transformer-based architecture based on the 2017 paper called attention is all you need. With this new architecture, then it became really a matter of scaling things up where you could use more computing power through uh, the use of more parameters and more data to actually train those models in a unsupervised uh, way. And then after it fine tune them uh, by making them better and better and more specific tasks. So from there, with the release of GPT and then BERT and uh, T5 and all the other language models, things started to move slowly. And then we got a sudden, really, uh, explosion of those models with the release of uh, other, probably 2018-19, with the further releases of the other language models by the various research labs working on it, and with the release of GPT-2 first in 2019, and then GPT-3 on 2020. And then eventually, really, the explosion. And when, you know, you see something that uh, was really working slowly, that suddenly works with the release of ChatGPT at the end of November 2022. So th this is a quick lesson, that uh, a quick thought that uh, I was having as I thought about the whole thing that could be applied back to the business world. In many cases, uh, things are stuck for years and it's very hard to think that uh, they will uh, actually um, uh, start working sometimes, but it takes a lot of amount of, uh, of faith. And then they start working and gain momentum very, very slowly. So the incremental uh, incrementals that you get are very, very slow. And sometimes, you know, you go back to where you were and then after you uh, you improve a little bit and then eventually things, you know, turned out, turn out to actually suddenly work. That has been the scenario of uh, AI in the last like seven, eight years and I've been witnessing that as well. It's been quite interesting to watch. It's a uh, thought that um, uh, has been really uh, has stuck with me 
uh, as uh, you know we're seeing this uh, development.